You're listening to a Countout Podcast. Hold one, Andre. Don't tell me, Mamma everybody and welcome to hit the books the only weekly realistic fantasy booking podcast in the known wwe universe we're coming at you live this is the return home show from wrestlemania it is a week delay don't think about that don't think about that timeline of it all because you'll, you'll be thinking too hard and that's we don't want that you're here the return home for wrestlemania 37 big time pay-per-view show if you have not checked it out definitely go check that out uh, I am your host, as always, the head writer of Monday Night Raw, Ryan Nightsey. With me, as always, is the head writer of Friday Night SmackDown, Mikey Manfredi. Mikey, welcome to the show. How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing great. I'm so excited. We basically have many pay-per-views on our hands here. The Raw and SmackDown after Mania. SmackDown after Mania, not so much. But the Raw after Mania, that's an important <laughs> one, Ryan. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> no, yeah, uh, it's uh, big time shows coming at you live. The return home shows. Um, very excited, Mikey. Very excited as always. But what's going on in your life? Anything new that's popped up? Um, uh, got a new uh, skin tag. Got a new uh, uh, a herniated disc. Like, what's up new in your life? Uh, you know, just been just been working, taking kids' school portraits as I do these days. Uh, that's your job. You're like one of those people that take pictures yeah, for yearbooks. Yeah. You're not like finding yes. kids on the street and asking them to take no. a portrait of them. No, yeah, that's my that's my 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 paid job is I I take pictures of kids for their for their yearbooks. Um, <laughs> yeah, I feel you know, like needed clarification. <laughs> rocking and rolling. I had a nice I had a nice uh, a nice week long wrestling break yeah, after oh the collective God. after that that whirlwind that was the collective. I kind of avoided. I, I didn't like avoid wrestling. I like I was on Twitter and stuff, obviously, but I I didn't watch any wrestling. I didn't watch Dynamite. I didn't watch Raw. I didn't watch SmackDown. Uh, so I took a nice a nice break. Felt good. Now now we're back in it with some hit the books, booking some uh, booking some more action here. Yeah, no, definitely. I'm I'm still in it of like catching up. Like I am, I think almost done with like the last show I want to watch in the collective. I still have night two of NXT to watch, and I still have um, uh, pretty much any show from IWTV that I wanted to watch. So I got, still got a lot of things in the tank that I have to get through, uh, but I'll slowly get through. No, I get that. It's exhausting watching all that wrestling in that one one week time span. Yeah, for sure. It was a lot. Uh, yeah, and if, if only there was a place to like go check out to hear about like thoughts about all those shows... Yeah, uh, I don't I know. Don't... I, th- I don't think there's any place they could they could do that, Ryan. I'm sorry. Yeah, no. just kidding. Go check out Independent Waters. Ah! We had... <laughs> Get out of my room. <laughs> we had we had two episodes last week uh, detailing all the wrestling we we watched for the collective weekend uh, in Tampa. That uh, we watched lots of shows. Um, and, and we were gonna make it a one part episode, but then that would have been a, a 
five and a half hour long episodes. So we ended up making it two episodes. Yeah. Uh, so go check out the review of we did, we did Bloodsport for the culture. Hot girl shit. <laughs> Hot girl we did, shit. We did Bloodsport. I'm trying to go in order. Yeah. We did Bloodsport for the culture. We did. Alley Cat's Real Hot Girl Shit. We did uh, Spring Break. We did Effie's Big Gay Brunch. And we did uh, Alice Cullen's Planet Death. Yes. Did you, have uh, a fa- I, 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 did you have a favorite show? Not necessarily those six, but of all the shows that you watch WrestleMania weekend. Did you have uh, a favorite show? Yeah, I, I did. I think Effie's Big Gay Brunch was my favorite show out of the six. Oh, okay. Why? Honestly. Uh, every, like, like, that's not to say the rest were bad. But definitely the most enjoyable show I watched was Effie's Big Gay Brunch. Uh, it was definitely one of my favorites. It had a lot of my favorite matches. I think I think it had my probably my favorite match. I wouldn't say of the weekend, but maybe my favorite match of that day with MV Young and JD Drake. Uh, mm-hmm. I love that match. <laughs> JD Drake, he, such a great wrestler. I love him. Yeah, MV Young. MV Young, I feel like is getting better. Has been he? I like I. I knew of him as like you know the the, the of the Twitter person. Really, I guess. And then, like I, over the course of like the past two years, I'm like, okay, he's starting. To, I feel like he's starting to get it, starting to get get better and whatnot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I really liked MV Young. I think he he did great in that match, and I think JD Drake did awesome in that match. And that match was just good. But if you want to hear more details on that match, go check out that Independent Waters episode where we reviewed all those things. And we also had a bunch of guests from the Countout Network join us. Ryan uh, was there for our Bloodsport review. We had yes. Amanda from uh, How to Talk to Your Friend About Wrestling for the Real Hot Girl Shit Review, and we had Lauren, f- we had Lauren Rosenberg from Your Dose of Death to talk about uh, uh, Alex Lone's Planet Death. So you, go check. We had Lauren on the show. He was oh. talking about Allie's hot girl shit. Uh, big fan <laughs> of Allie Catch because she's a catch. Um, yes, just like those sea stars. Am I right? Because they're fish. <laughs> Hey mm-hmm. Um but yes, thank you everybody. Uh but we're here not just talking about our reviewing wrestling or whatever. That's that was last week's bonus episode of Independent Waters. No, we're here, yes. we're <laughs> back, the return home show from WrestleMania thirty seven, two night affair, Mikey. Uh and we're back to the boards, as it were. Yes, we are. Um, and I think back it's to the storyboards. Back to the storyboards. I think it's only fair, and I did not preface this in any capacity f- to you um, before you. beforehand. But I feel like it's only fair. Um, well, how should we do this? Let's talk. Let's before we get to that. Let's talk about it. It maybe it's a good thing that we took a week off, Mikey. <laughs> Okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah. As it turns out. As it turns out, uh, the Black Thursday of uh, of WWE hit and our off time yet again. Because I would have one hundred percent anniversary of the last Black Thursday. I would have one hundred percent written some of these people onto my shows. Um, you know, because they were important figures in my universe, really. So basically, if you don't know, you should know. I'm not even going to say, like, preface why you don't know. But, like, nine people got fired, six of whom were on our, my version of Raw, two of whom were on Mikey's version of SmackDown. So I, I think if I remember correctly, last year, when we were, last year we were even recording it as it was happening, which was terrifying. We were, we were recording the episode, yeah, as, as all the firings were taking place. Uh, and we were just actively losing members of our roster during our episode. Yes. 
Um, and so we've lost a bunch more. I think last time, last year, you lost more wrestlers than me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this time, the opposite. So on Raw, For I no sure. longer have Bo Dallas, Chelsea Green, Mickey James, two members of the squad. Uh, oh no, not the squad! Yeah, if you're if you're upset about their firings, uh, I am as well. I think they're great hires anywhere. But I think WWE is just tired of me saying the squad. The squad. So maybe maybe I don't know, maybe that's it. Uh, who knows? Uh, we also got Peyton Royce, someone who I we were I, we were actively pushing <laughs> the winner of the women's battle royal. Uh, Tucker and Mojo Raleigh, while on SmackDown, he lost Billy Kay and Kalisto. Yes. So two giant names on SmackDown. Really <laughs> upset about their loss. I yeah no we didn't lose like really a lot of pushing them both to the moon. We didn't lose a lot of people. I mean the majority of these people are you know low card jobby people like Mojo Raleigh, uh, mm. Bo Dallas, you know, Kalisto, as it were, Billy Kay, as it were. I was actively pushing Peyton Royce. I was actively pushing the squad. I, I was, I mean, I was currently had a storyline of Tucker and maybe I was going to spin the heavy machinery off and do another thing, but he's gone. So now I just have Otis. So there's that. Mm. Um, so Mikey, uh, hearing all that stuff, hearing all those firings, how do you feel? What do you, we're, we're now, well, I think we're all sad. So maybe not that's the question to ask, but where do you think uh, a lot of these people are going to land? Do you have any guesses of where these people could land? I would love to see nothing other the, 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 the land I'm hoping for the most is I want to see on AEW Dark, I want to see the commentary team of Samoa Joe and Excalibur. Yeah, that would be great. That would be that would be a good team. Replace Taz. Yeah, and let Taz do Team Taz stuff. Yeah, he's busy with Team Taz things. Yeah, and let Samoa Joe hop in, hop in his place and have Samoa Joe and Excalibur on commentary. Uh, I think that would be that would be like my favorite thing to happen. I just want to see Samoa Joe versus Eddie Kingston in a promo off. It just in a, in a promo battle, yeah. That's they don't all even I want to see. They don't even need to wrestle. I don't want to see them wrestle. No, they can, <laughs> just, they can just talk. They can just talk at each other, and like it can, the, the main event could just be like Samoa Joe versus Eddie Kingston of main event Revolution twenty twenty two Samoa Joe versus Eddie Kingston promo battle two live mics. They don't even wrestle one singular move no, for the entire main event. And they just they just talk at each other the whole time. It's like a rap battle without music. Oh no, totally agree, totally agree. Uh, anyone else you're 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 interested to see where they land? Do you think you you have ideas of where they could land? Um, I would like I I, I, w- I would like to see Mickey James make an appearance on Impact. I think that would be a pretty a pretty good place for her to show up. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. I feel like also NWA is an obvious, even if it's just short term, like a series of tapings, just because mm-hmm. her husband is the NWA champion. This is true. You know, uh, I mean Peyton Royce. Peyton Royce. Uh, Peyton Royce's husband is in the Pinnacle, right? Yep. Yeah. So it, maybe, it, maybe, you, maybe Peyton Royce to to AEW. Who knows? You can you yeah you can guess a couple of these people going to where their spouses are. Um, I mean, they don't have to. Obviously, they don't have to. Obviously, but the doors are the doors. Let's quote unquote say are easier, or maybe a little more open. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're less forbidden. Yeah. Um, same thing with Chelsea Green and uh, the Matt Cardona. E- the door is a little easier to get through when someone's holding it open for you. That's true. That's a good point. Uh, Chelsea Green with Matt Cardona and Impact as well. Also, mm-hmm. Diana Perazzo, her one of her best friends, as it were. Exactly. Uh, I, I think she would. They would both. Agree. I mean, what if? Uh, uh, isn't Britt Baker also one of Chelsea Green's close friends? That would be also I true. Believe. They were a tag team on the Indies, if I'm not mistaken. 
So that that could also be interesting, and I think AEW could use Chelsea Green as well. Sorry, Britt Baker DMD. My bad. How dare you, Doctor Britt? Doctor Britt Baker DMD. I'm sorry. I think I think I feel like I my I feel like Peyton Royce AEW, no doubt. Chelsea Green mm. Impact. I think. Are they gonna be like the epics? <laughs> No, I mm, well, I said Peyton Royce to AEW. I'd not say oh, Billy Kay. Okay, okay, okay. I think Billy Kay would be best serve in Impact, honestly. I think Billy Kay would also be kind of good at NWA as a as like a a comedy character. Yeah, but NWA, I guess they do do comedy characters because it's a lot of promo stuff, right? So I yeah, feel like I feel true. like Billy Kay could talk and just be funny. That's true. That's true. But I think she could also do that at Impact and as well. Impact does a lot of comedy stuff as well. Peyton turns R- out Billy Kay is just hilarious. Yeah, it turns out she's just hilarious. <laughs> which I, I was very surprised that they cut cut her because I think I was like, why? I I was like, I feel like she's tailor made for WWE's current product. Yeah, I was I was very much enjoying her her current uh, uh, thing they had her doing, which was going around with a resume. Mm-hmm. What about these? <laughs> what about these? I, I, she needs to do that in real life now. Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> Awful joke. Awful. I'm so sorry. Uh, Listen, what... it was it was right there. What about some of these uh, other guys? Bo Dallas, Tucker, Mojo Raleigh, Kalisto. There might be a little bit tougher, but do you think... I mean, it's also for any of these nine people... I mean, people, Kalisto could probably head back to... Can probably Not head back, but like head to like a Lucha promotion. Mm-hmm. Like a very AAA kind of thing. You know, yeah, I can see, see Kalisto showing up in AAA. I believe he, he has been in AAA before. Well, there you go. Um, also, make, make, it his, make it his return. Also, if I'm not missed... I don't remember if it's AAA or CMLL, but uh, the former Sin Cara... I think he was AAA when he made appearance. I know he used, you know, the Caristico is in CMLL, but I don't remember if, it, if he appeared in AAA or not. Either way, like, I, you know, they're friends. I, you know, they're former tag team. They're probably friends. I believe Sankara would state that as such. So I, I don't mm-hmm. know. Uh, and obviously, of all these nine people, it's sort of like whether or not they still want to wrestle is a thing. Like, Bo yeah. Dallas, I feel like. You know, I don't feel he's like probably, he's probably done. He's probably he like, I'm good. I got a farm. I got a, I got a great girlfriend. I'm at a farm. I got a, a new business I'm running. Yeah, uh, I'd be over it. Tucker is interesting pick. Tucker, Tucker and Mojo Raleigh are two interesting picks. Mm-hmm. You don't, I don't see them necessarily landing anywhere specifically. Like, I don't necessarily want to see them anywhere. I don't necessarily can see them anywhere. Just go, just go to Impact and him and. Uh, Mojo Raleigh and Matt Cardona will just be like the excitement brothers. I hate. I imagine Matt Cardona would hate that since he's in interviews that he does, didn't like doing that. True. Uh, um, but I could see that. I can see him. Go, I can see Mojo going to Impact to do that bit. And Matt Cardona's like, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I feel like they're interesting. They're two big guys that is like I could see them on Dark or something. Like I could see Tucker on Dark. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. Uh, and I guess there's also I forgot about the other guy. Uh, was it was Wesley Blake? I believe was the other one. Yeah. Um, and he could I think Who's, he 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 can fuck off. No, I know, I know, I think he can either. No, he's the he's not the one that's uh, problematic. The one that's problematic is oh, still is he not. No, the one that's problematic is still hired by WWE as in you know, a storyline of Elias and Braun Strowman. Oh, and right, right, right. Never mind. That's Wesley Jackson Blake. Riker. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, Wesley Blake, you're fine. I apologize. I believe it was Wesley Blake, but there's Blake and Cutler, uh, Steve Cutler, that the ones who were previously cut, um, which I can see them pair up again as a tag team, and I can see them in Impact because I believe one, I, f- I don't remember which one it is, but one of their 
there's the is the uh, uh person in f- special relations to Deanna Perrazzo. Um, mm-hmm. but also I would love to see them in NWA. I think they'd be really good in NWA. Okay. Um, I can but, see that. But uh, because of all that talent loss and because of all that stuff, I didn't mention this until just now, Mikey. Obviously. But I feel like, you know, it's the return home from WrestleMania. It's a special show. We just cut a bunch of wrestlers. You know, I feel like we need to do some immediate off the tops uh, bringing up someone to the ro- each of our rosters. A, a call up for each of us? Yes. I think we're going to do a, a free call up for treat. anyone. Um, I, I think need to replace one of my matches then, but otherwise that's fine. You know, yeah, you don't necessarily have to debut them tonight, but... Uh, mm-hmm. You know, at the very least, you bring on someone. Because uh, at the very least, I, I'm I'm calling this for this mostly because I also need it. Fair. <laughs> I, I need someone. I need some people. Mm-hmm. Um. But yes, All right, that sounds that sounds good. Why don't we Why don't we both uh, get look, take take a look at that uh, NXT roster and call somebody up? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm thinking at the very least. And I think someone I'm gonna take right off the back. I'm gonna say is probably going to be. Oh man, that person could be also cut anytime soon. Uh, I think I'm between um a new female wrestler. But I think I need more singles heels. So what I'm going to do... Um, someone who's not necessarily at the top of the card, but can someone be used well and in some sort of cards. I'm going to pick up Angel Garza. Ooh, very cool. Angel Garza, I think, is a guy that is obviously already on the main roster. Hasn't really been doing anything. But mm-hmm. I think is a guy that could obviously be used... Uh, I need more singles heels. He'd be a guy that sort of a, could be a low card, mid card guy. Mm-hmm. You know, I you know, solid opening act of pants. Uh, I feel like there's there's potential there. Yeah, you know what? I'm looking at my roster, and funny enough, I also need some heels. Uh, so I think I have my eye on none other than Timothy Thatcher. Really? Yeah. Wow. The Thatch Miser. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not a nickname. The Thatch Miser. Not a nickname for him, but you're picking up Timothy Thatcher. There I'm taking up Timothy Thatcher. Yeah. Quite surprised that you're taking Timothy Thatcher. Who do you think I would be taking? Dakota uh, Kai. Dakota Kai, probably. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I just didn't expect that Timothy Thatcher would be your type of guy. Yeah, I think I need, I think, like I said, I think I need heels, and I think, uh, Tim Thatcher would be uh, quite the quite quite a good heel to add to my roster. You're telling me Riddick Moss uh, was not a good choice for you? No. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I think he <laughs> I think he is currently employed. <laughs> uh, I think he's on Raw. <laughs> I think I don't know. I was looking up Cage Batch and look up Riddick Moss. Uh, <laughs> I think he, he was a he became a. You know, obviously he became like a main event guy, but uh, has he done anything since? <laughs> has he done anything? Also, this is this this is me taking Timothy Thatcher is easily giving me ideas about a new heel tag team with Timothy Thatcher and Drew Gulak. Ooh, that's not a bad. That's a something to do with Gulak. I like that. Uh, the the goo miser and thatch miser, the goo miser. Ew! <laughs> Please never say the goo miser again. No, the misers and they're real stingy about money. The miser, yeah, perfect. 
Uh, well then, let's with with that all said, and we'll obviously include these people. You can include these people in your card if you like, Mikey. Uh, I won't be because it's angel card, so it's not. Yeah, you know, it's the Thatch and Gook experience. <laughs> the goo, the atcher? No, that's gross. The, 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 the Thatch and Goo experience. <laughs> My gooey Thatch. My gooey. <laughs> I think I think I found the new worst thing you've ever said. <laughs> well, that's fair. I think I think that's appropriate. Um, speaking about worst thing ever said, let's start with our first match of the card. Match of the card thing of the card. It was the worst thing I've ever said because I blundered it. Uh, let's start with the actual goddamn show. Why don't we, Mikey? Yeah, let's get into it. First thing up on Raw is going to be a Keith Lee and Rhea Ripley championship celebration. Uh, Are they Keith- celebrating together? Yeah, celebrating together. That's cool. That's why it's the Keith Lee and Rhea Ripley it's a, it's, Championship It's like a joint birthday party. Exactly, exactly. Uh, Keith Lee welcomes everyone and says, as much as it means to have everyone here celebrating our wins last night at WrestleMania. Again, last night at WrestleMania. This came out a week later. Don't think about the timelines. Um, I have already had this championship for a number of months, so please, everyone put it up instead for the Nightmare, Rhea Ripley. A big pop ensues, of course. Ripley thanks everyone and, and, uh, for be- and thanks everyone again for being on her side through everything. This has been uh, never been about uh, myself trying to prove to you who I am, who I think I am, is that you all said so- or you all saw something in me that I was told time and time again was not there. Uh, it caused, uh, it caused, what? The, it caused disagree. That doesn't make any sense. It caused, you know, it helped me. It pushed me up, gave me confidence that the confidence I needed to defeat Shayna Baszler and win the Raw Women's Championship. But I'll tell you this much, folks. I'm not going to hide away in my castle, awaiting for newcomers to step to, my, to the throne. I am Rhea Ripley, a fighter, because that's what you saw in me. So I'm going to give it back to you. I'm going to defend my Raw Women's Championship next week to whoever wants to step up and take me on. Keith Lee admires that and says tonight he has a non-title match against his friend and new United States champion, Aleister Black. So get ready for two weeks of great main event, folks. We will see you all then. And that's the end of that promo. Nice. I like it. I just like the idea that it's like, listen, we can only afford one championship celebration. Look, we can only get one balloon arch. We can we can't get two. <laughs> the, we we're, we're, we had, we just made but we had budget cuts and had to cut a bunch of people. Yeah, don't don't yeah. look at our profit margins, <laughs> but we had a bunch of budget cuts. There's one. It's like one cake that just says congratulations, uh, Keith and Rhea. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, speaking of teams. We have a tag team match. Maria sounds like a bad sitcom. <laughs> only, only on CBS. <laughs> um, next up, speaking of teams, we got the Viking Raiders. Haven't seen them in a while, haven't we? No. Uh, they return. They're taking on the Dirty Dogs. Uh, <gasps> Whoa, the Dirty Dogs. Robert Roode and Dolph, Dolphy Ziggs. Do- <laughs> uh, and Eric and Why I- do we keep doing this to ourselves? Because I love it. Eric and Why Ivar. Master Bruce. <laughs> Eric and Ivar pick up the win over the Dirty Dogs. <laughs> All right, all right. Big win for the returning Viking Raiders. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Got to pick up that win. I like it. Uh, next up, we got a backstage interview with Liv Morgan. Interesting to see Liv Morgan. Uh, she's out here, of yes. course, by herself. Interesting to see Liv Morgan without the squad. 
Thank you for the pause. Uh, Morgan is asked about her loss at WrestleMania and how it's hard not to compare it to her former tag team partner, Rhea Ripley's victory. Morgan says there's only one thing to blame, and that's who she was with. They didn't have my back, so I dumped their asses too. Don't worry, I brought in... I fired them myself. Yep, I brought in the big guns. Stepping up behind Liv Morgan are Nia Jax and Tamina. The squad 2.0. Yeah, there's no echo on that one. The echo is only reserved for <laughs> this the... One, this one isn't... This one isn't the squad. This one is the squad. <laughs> this one is... <laughs> if I could have a way to make it more dead... <laughs> less echoey and just this more dead. Just, this one's just the squad. The squad. Uh, Morgan says that the squad just got an upgrade... And Asuka, find yourself a partner because they're coming for you tonight. Nice, nice. I can't wait to see who Asuka picks as her partner. Yeah, you might have ideas if you listen to the last episode of WrestleMania. Maybe, maybe. If not, go listen to it. Um, next up, yeah, what are you a, doing? Next up, we got a singles match, probably a first time ever match here. Um, <laughs> probably in terms of singles action, we got Chad Gable taking on Randy Orton. Ooh, Jonathan Gableton taking on Randall Keith of Candlekeep. <laughs> yes, exactly right. Exactly right. Uh, so big win, Chad Gable from WrestleMania taking on Randy Orton. We haven't seen him in about a month. Um, yep. He's returning here. Big match, first time match in my my estimation. But the winner of the match, Mikey, is going to be Chad Gable. All right. Ooh, big. That's a really big win for Chad Gable. Yes, it is. Chad Gable getting another win here. To the moon. To the moon. So good on Gable. Uh, video package up next. It's in the parking lot with MVP and the LLC. MVP assigning something, and Cesaro and Lashley look furious at him. MVP tells them, look, I thought we all were going to win at WrestleMania. So, yes, maybe I was a little too quick on those purchases. <laughs> MVP fired Tucker. <laughs> yeah. Uh, MVP gives the clipboard back to some, you know, some guy in a jumpsuit, and him and some other guys go and take the fancy cars that were behind LLC in that parking lot uh, to repossess them. Lashley says, of course we're furious. Not only do we not win, you spent more of our money. MVP tells them it's business, Bobby. Sometimes you make gambles that don't pay off. Cesaro says that if this is a business, then maybe we need a new head of the table. Oh, no. MVP tells them. Oh, wait. MVP tells them to calm down. I know exactly how we can solve this. We just need to made, make some extra money fast. That's it. I know a guy who that wants to see people fight. And if I can get you guys, you know, beat up some random dudes and win, maybe we get to put some extra money on the side. We can earn some cash fast. What do you say? Cesaro and Lashley look at each other, and Cesaro says, fine. And they all walk away. You say earn cash fast reminds me of this stupid joke from my high school. Uh, because there was this one kid who, uh, one day he was, like, going around the school, like, advertising this thing he was doing in, like, the, the local park. Mm -hmm. He said he was having a seminar called Get Mad Money Fast. <laughs> Big Jim Cramer fan. He, yeah, his, his, his seminar was called Get Mad Money Fast. And he was just, like, inviting a bunch of people to it. There was, like, an entry fee. That's how uh, he did it. <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> and some people went. Some people did go. And... From the people who went, I was ever the word got out that the seminar was him basically just saying, "Steal your parents' old jewelry and sell it to a pawn shop." 
So they be so they beat him up, took their money back, and threw his bike in a river. That is probably the most or in a creek. Sorry, that's probably the most New Jersey story I think I've ever heard from you. <laughs> they they beat him up, threw him threw him into a creek, then went to the, threw the old, no threw his bike into a creek and threw, they took it took their money back. Threw put, what what they should have done. I, if I can, can I give a story note? Come some story notes. I think I need to redo the ending here. I think they should take their bike and sell it, and then split the money between all of them. And then, uh, well, no, split the money between all of them. No, sorry. Take the bike, sell it at a repo shop, take that money they get, and buy a bunch of calzones for the whole class. <laughs> there we go. That's more Jersey for you. There you go. Uh, I'm going to ask Mikey any thoughts on that video package. I like it. I, I, I do like it. Uh, it's like it's kind of like the LLC. It feels like they're crumbling. An interesting wording when you said uh, they might need a new head of the table. Yes, some some uh, tension that's brewing. Very, very su- that's very suspect yes and i can't wait to see where that goes yes so- uh and MV- mvp looks like he's kind of losing control of his boys here a little bit that's what it appears definitely on the outside or, or at the very least he's losing control a little bit because he's losing the money and if they like the money mm-hmm. then you know that's what's the point of having you around exactly uh moving right along another tag team action here reed and atlas bronson reed and jake atlas teaming up Taking nice. on Mustafa Ali, or sorry, Mustafa Ali and Cedric Alexander with Reed and Atlas picking up the win. All right. Is this their first match on a roll? Not Bronson Reed's, obviously, but Jake Atlas's, yes. Jake Atlas made his debut at um, at WrestleMania in that Battle Royal uh, where he was in yes. the top four uh, or mm-hmm. bottom four, whatever. Um and uh, made his official debut teaming up with Bronson Reed here getting the win. Very nice. Yes, yes. So new it's new tag team partner for Bronson Reed, which is good because he did not have good singles luck. No. <laughs> Moving back along, we got a backstage interview of Randy Orton, who's outside his locker room, you know, walking to it or whatnot. He's asked about uh, missing his first WrestleMania number of years and how he's going to bounce back. Orton says, that's an insanely dumb question. I'll need to tell me what I already know. Ask something else. So the interviewer then and said, instead, ask if there's any reaction to what happened with Edge at WrestleMania. Orton says that he only knows, he truly knows Edge, and he's glad that the Rated R Superstar is finally back. If he needs more help in reclaiming that fire, he can talk to me. Orton then opens his locker room, and standing inside is Edge, waiting for Randy to enter. Interesting, interesting. Possible rated RKO reunion? Possible, possible indeed. Reunion RKO? Reunion KO, please. Reunion KO? Yeah, I mean, come on, sir. Rated, rated reunion KO. Yes. Um, next up, we got that tag match we were promised earlier in the night. Nia Jackson, Tamina versus Asuka and a mystery opponent. Not mystery opponent, mystery mm-hmm. tag team partner. And the mystery tag team partner is, if you were listening to WrestleMania, then you know that someone on the Raw brand picked up Io Shirai. Mm-hmm. Io Shirai is that mystery partner. So it's Asuka and Io Shirai taking on Nia Jackson, Tamina. And of course, Asuka and Io Shirai get the victory. What a team. What, what a team a- of Asuka and Io Shirai. What a team. What a team. So, yes, Oscar and Shirai arrived on the scene at the very least. So, good on them. I like it. Big big new team, possibly. Yes. I don't know if, they're, I don't know if you're going to stick with it or if it was just a surprise for Io Shirai to debut, but either way, it's very cool. 
Yes, at the very least. That's what I was going for. Speaking of cool, let's move into the main event, which is Keith Lee, the WWE champion, and Aleister Black, the newly minted United States champion, taking on each other. Obviously, non-title match action here. Singles competition in oh, your this, main this event. One's, this one's not uh, for all the gold? No, it's not for all the gold, but it is singles action here. Keith Lee versus Aleister Black. Uh, obviously, a lot of back-and-forth competition here. Really close neck-and-neck. Neck. But during the match, Mikey, da-da-da. Apollo Crews and Akira Tozawa, your Raw Tag Team Champions, come out and pull the referee out of the ring and beat him down. Oh, no. Then Ciampa comes out with a chair and hits Aleister Black in the back. (gasps) Black goes down, and Keith Lee goes after Ciampa, but someone stops him. That's That's someone who jumps and pulls Keith Lee off and spears him is Roman Reigns. <gasps> um, uh, Roman enters the ring, jumps Keith Lee. The numbers prove too much, uh, and they just, uh, Keith Lee and Aleister Black just get decimated. Akira goes to break Aleister Black's arm, but Reigns pulls him off. and stand, Instead, Reigns grabs the United States title and hands it to Champa. Then Roman picks up the WWE Championship, and all four men raise their respective titles in the air and do... The One Nation salute. After the you cor- swerved me! After the chorus of boos, Reigns and Champa drop the titles, and the new faction leaves together. You swerved me! You swerved everybody! Yeah, baby! You, you said Cesaro was like, we need a new head of the table. And what's Roman? He's the head of the table. You got me! And then Roman joins One Nation? Mm-hmm. Hardcore. You you went like like we were driving in a car and you just went. <laughs> I was down this. I was already accepting the new LLC with Roman uh, with Roman Cesaro and Lashley and Roman like spearing MVP or like Superman punching MVP. But wow, Roman Reigns in one nation. Yes, huge. Oh, and the, and they're coming for gold. They're coming Absolutely for gold. Huge, huge swerve. What a big get! I and I tried to add more swerve, saying a spear, hoping you'd think it'd be Edge or something. But I guess I, I, I did at first. I guess I maybe teased that. I should, maybe I should not have done the Randy Orton thing. Maybe it would have been better, a bigger swerve for people thinking it's Edge. I did still think it was Edge at first. Though, I will say that because yeah. you know they just fought at Mania, so it would make sense. It would. It would. So yes, One Nation taking out the champions, coming for the gold to get four-man faction gold team there. Um, wow. And new member Roman Reigns, One Nation, uh, have arrived. Now I wish I hadn't broken up the Undisputed Era so we could have like a <laughs> faction battle. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Survivor Series. Survivor Series, Undisputed Era versus New One Nation. Yes. Uh, if all those factions stay put <laughs> between now and then. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Mikey, that is uh, Monday Night Raw in a nutshell. Mikey, talk to me. Thoughts, thoughts, comments, questions, concerns? In the words of my own Bray Wyatt, yowie fucking wowie, Ryan. <laughs> what a, I would love if just one episode of that, of, of Bray Wyatt's whatever playhouse gimmick, he just says, yowie fucky wowie. <laughs> yowie fucking wowie. <laughs> just drops it. 
<laughs> but yeah, what a what a raw. Uh, you, I like I like the I like the hit possible. I like the hint at first of Roman being an LLC, and then you pulling the rug out from everybody. That was that was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really like this Alistair Black Keith Lee champion versus champion match. Uh, I like I like this co celebration him and Rhea Ripley had in the beginning of the show. Yep. Uh, and I like Oscar Oscar and Io Shirai together. Mm-hmm. And Liv Morgan with the just the squad. Yes. <laughs> uh, you know, I a, a purposeful red herring earlier in the night. Yeah, yeah, I, I can tell. Yeah, no, uh, and it would have made sense. Roman Reigns and LLC would have been good too. Uh, but with the direction LLC is is maybe going, maybe maybe I'm not doing Roman Reigns. But yes, mm-hmm. Roman Reigns gets a faction underneath him in One Nation. Very cool. So we'll see how that all plays out at WrestleMania Backlash. <laughs> they just had to shove it down our throats. I can't wait for a month after that where we see WrestleMania, Money in the Bank. <laughs> you can only cash it in at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. It helps, so it helps can, whenever just, you... Just so they can play the promo package where it's like, it's the heist of the century! Yes. Very excited, very excited here. So yes, I had big moves planned, Mikey, and I executed them here, and I'm glad you enjoyed it. And I hope, I hope you, the listeners home, enjoyed the swerve as well. Because uh, Mm -hmm. maybe I should have picked up Isaiah Swerve Scott. I think that would have been double swerves. Uh, I was actually thinking about it. Yeah, Swerve Scott's going to be the tag partner for Oscar. Uh, Yeah, no, um, exciting stuff here, uh, and I'm excited to see the the plan, the direction I'm going. All right, all right, I like it. It's all about, I had this realization the other day, where booking is not about ideas, but rather plans and executing them. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, it's, like you can have, like, ideas for just, like, a thing, but it's about where you're going and how you're getting there. Yeah, that this is true. And that's why AEW is better than WWE. Anyways, <laughs> Mikey, let's talk about SmackDown. What do you got? Over on SmackDown, opening up the show, we got Sami Zayn coming to the ring with his Universal Championship, grabbing a mic and saying, on night one of WrestleMania, Kevin Owens and I went to war, and as you can see, I came out on top. Sami raises the title above his head, and he continues. The next challenger the future holds for me is still a mystery, but whoever it is, I'll be ready to take them on, just like I was ready for all the rest. I'll take on anyone this roster has to offer, whether you've wrestled one match or 10,000 matches. I'll beat you and show you why I'm going to become the greatest universal champion that WWE has ever seen. As he says this, Kevin Owens comes to the ring. He meets Sami Zayn face-to-face, and he grabs his own mic, and he says, Sammy, look, I know what you're thinking, but I promise I'm not out here to attack you or berate you or anything like that. I'm actually out here to congratulate you, because at WrestleMania, you were the better man, and you came out on top. I also wanted to apologize for turning my back on you all the way in NXT. Sammy, I want to make things right between us and just be friends again. So what do you say? Owen sticks his hand out for a handshake. Sammy looks confused, but he does consider it. And after a while, he does shake Owen's hand. But then, as Owen's goes to walk away, Sammy pulls Owen's in and hits him with a low blow and yells at Owens while he's on the ground and says, what do you think, I'm an idiot? How many times have you tried this? Sami Zayn kicks Owens while he's down and then he leaves with his title. Swerve City, baby. Yeah. So, okay. So, Kevin Owens, the heel, turns face, 
turns face, good guy. Kevin, Sami Zayn then turns heel on him. Double turn. Double turn. Double turn, baby. Oh, my. Jesus. Jesus. Sami Zayn. I'm, ex- I'm interested to see where this is going. <laughs> Double turn. Yeah, that's what I was going for. I was. Uh, I, I, I wanted this feud not to be over. Obviously. But I didn't want it to be the same. Uh, yeah. But I, didn't want it to, <laughs> I, I, I didn't want it to be the same build as it always as as it always is, where, where it's like, oh, Sammy's the, the punchy underdog, and Kevin Owens wants to put him in his place, you know? But, I mean, recently they changed that up, obviously, with Sammy Zane being the conspiracy theorist and all that. But uh, either way, I wanted to do that same thing in my universe, right? I wanted it to be uh, – I want these two to fight with the heel Sammy Zane and a face Kevin Owens. Okay, okay. I see what you're talking about. Okay, makes mm-hmm. sense. After that show opener, we have a match with uh, the newly returning Miz and Morrison taking on the Usos, and Miz and Morrison get the victory. Miz and Morrison, hey, hey, ho, ho. Get hey, the hey, victory. ho, ho. Oh, hey, oh. hey, hop, hop. Hop, hop. <laughs> I, I can't believe they ha- that happened on my WrestleMania TV set. <laughs> Listen... Hey Hey Hop Hop is the next is the world's next big hit. Is it? Because they debuted no. that a month ago, I think. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, but Mrs. Moore isn't picking up a victory over the Usos here. Uh, just to show, you know, they they still got it. It wasn't, you know, their uh, their return isn't it probably won't be a one time thing. Mm-hmm. After They're... that, we have a, another in ring segment where Sonya Deville comes with the SmackDown Women's Championship. At WrestleMania, I proved to everyone that I was ready for a challenger like Sasha Banks. To everyone who doubted me, everyone who said it wasn't possible, who's laughing now? I won the Royal Rumble, and I earned my spot. I scratched and clawed my way into that match at WrestleMania, and now I stand before you as a SmackDown Women's Champion. Anyone back there who plans on taking that away from me is going to be up for the fight of their life because I'm not just going to let this go so easily. And Sonya Deville leaves. There we go. I like that a little bit out of uh, Sony Deville here. Yeah, just like a fiery, just a fiery little promo yeah. with some passion, sending a message to the locker room. Yeah, just a simple little thing here that's just like, hey, you know, I'm I'm doing my thing, as it were. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. After that, we have a match where this is taking on Naomi, and Alexa Bliss gets the victory. Sorry, uh, you said uh, you cut out there slightly. So you said Alexa Bliss versus Naomi, and Alexa Bliss gets the win. Okay, there we go. There we go. Mm-hmm. Okay, a little bit nice little win here for Alexa Bliss. Haven't seen her yeah. in I think quite a while. Yeah, it's been a bit. It's been it's been a minute, uh, and she's come back and gets the victory. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. After that, we have a video package. We have Cole Fish and O'Reilly in a backstage area conversing with each other, and then Cole steps up to the camera, and he says, Strong, what you did at WrestleMania was the biggest mistake you've made in your entire life. You were nothing before you joined us, and you're going to be nothing again now that you're against us. Jesus. But lucky for you, I'm a generous guy. If you want to repent for what you did and join Undisputed Era again, we'll give you one chance to make things right. Later tonight, the two of us are going to have a little WrestleMania rematch. And if you lay down for the three count, then we'll consider letting you back into the group. If you want to put up a fight, then that means you're against us. And trust me, 
that's not somewhere you want to be. Insane. So, okay. So just so I'm clear. Arctic Strong kicks out. Eliminates Adam Cole and wins the Battle Royal. And mm-hmm. they have a match where Rod Strong's face, Adam Cole's heel. Adam Cole doubles Rockish. down. Doubles, mm. de- triples down even here today. Be like, screw you, man. I love it. You love to see it. Yeah. You love to see just the, the, triple, the triple black dog down there. Adam Cole basically being like, listen, if you want to lay down and take the pin. Yes. You're, you're back in. But if not then we're going to have more problems. Is that a bumper sticker? You take the pin, you're back in? Yep. You take it the- is now. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that, that sets up our uh, main event tonight, which is Adam Cole taking on Roderick Strong. Okay, there we go. There we go. Adam Cole, Roderick Strong, WrestleMania rematch. And also, it should be noted mm-hmm. that uh, uh, that Undisputed Era is siding with the rest of Undisputed Era, and Fish and O'Reilly are siding with Cole here. Yes, that's an interesting as as it, as it seems so far, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, after that, we have a a match between Braun Strowman with Bray Wyatt, of course, uh, taking on Grand Metalik. And this one is the same as the match a few weeks ago where Braun was just destroying his opponent and wouldn't end it until uh, uh, Wyatt said it's time for it to be over, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And then Sean, and then Strowman hits the running power slam and it, and ends the match. Very okay. So learn, these are the story beats we get out of that. Bray, full control of this zombie Frankenstein-like monster that is Braun Strowman. Mm-hmm. Braun, is there going to ever be a tag team where it's Braun Strowman, and Matt Riddle, and they call themselves Braun Broman? Is that something? Is that anything, Mikey? Is that anything? The Scooter Boys? Is that something? No, because you know their like logo would just be like a scooter on train tracks with like their faces on it. <laughs> it's so dumb. And Matt Riddle would ride his scooter around the ring, and they would play Bronze Train Sound, and then forget their lines. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, after after that, after that, Braun Strowman. Oh, Braun Strowman wins the Grand Middle League. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) You're telling me Grand Middle League gets the win here? No, I'm telling you Braun Strowman gets the win here. Pay attention, Ryan. I guess that's fair. I guess that's fair. (laughs) You got me there. After that, we have a backstage interview with our new Intercontinental Champion, Dave Mastiff, about his win over Seth Rollins at WrestleMania, and he says, it feels like a huge weight lifted off my shoulders. The biggest feeling I had after pinning Seth was relief. Relief that he's finally in the past and I can move on with my career as the new Intercontinental Champion. I know it's a huge responsibility to bear, but I promise to be an Intercontinental Champion that the WWE Universe can be proud of night in and night out. And if anyone wants a shot, come let me know face-to-face and we can make it happen because I'm accepting all challengers. Very nice. Very nice. Mast. Wait, hold on. Hold on. If I'm interpreting that correctly, Mikey, are you about to open up no, again? No, we're not doing an the, open challenge. The open challenges for the IC title? No, we're not doing it. It's not officially an open challenge. It's more of like a thing where, like, I'm just trying to make it so Mastiff is like... Fighting you know, champion. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. He's a fighting champion, but I don't want to make it like exactly an open challenge. So I want him to, you know, be like, yo, you want to fight me? Come see me. We'll talk. 
Is that your Ma- is that your Dave Mastiff impression? Nah, no. Can you can you do that same dialogue but add Scottish to it? Absolutely not, because my Scottish accent is garbage. Oh, come on, play with me, play with my me, sc- play with me. <laughs> Wait, is he Scottish? No, sorry, he's English. Can you do an English accent? For some reason, I keep thinking Dave Mastiff is Scottish. I don't know why. I've been I corrected. Like the, on, I can't do an English accent. I, I've been uh... corrected on it before, and I keep forgetting. It's just something about Dave Mastiff that feels Scottish to me. And I don't know why. Maybe it, I, I really don't know why. But yes, English. Can you do Dave Mastiff that same dialogue, but with uh, uh, an English accent mixed in? Come and talk to me. <laughs> that almost went. I, I feel like that almost it. went. I can't do it. I don't know why. I can't. An English accent eludes me. I feel like reason. that went slightly Irish. It did a little bit because, like I said, an English accent like eludes me for some reason. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it so much. That was great. That was so great. I could do Nick Gage again. <laughs> no, no, that's all. That you only do. We only do Nick Gage at WrestleMania weekend. <laughs> <laughs> we save him for WrestleMania, baby. Fair enough. Anyway, after that backstage interview with Dave Mastiff, we have matches number four. We have Brizongo taking on the New Day, uh, and Brizongo actually gets the victory here. Really, over the New yes. Day? Over oh. the New Day? Jesus, New Day falling over fast. Kofi and Big E. Kofi and Big E, Woods on the sideline. New Day, Fallen. Or Brizongo Rising. You don't have to be so mean about it. I'm not being mean. It's a scale, right? It's like as one person rises, the other person falls, right? I guess. guess. We have a ranking system here for a reason. Oh, man. New Day, they're uh, somewhere on this list. Anyway, after, after that match, uh... We have Strong getting ready in his locker room. Uh, and Undisputed Era come in, and Cole and Strong are face-to-face. Cole says, so Strong, are you going to make the right call? Strong looks at Era, looks at Fish, looks at O'Reilly, looks back at Cole, and responds by patting Cole on the shoulder and saying, yeah, I think I will. See you in the ring. Strong heads for the ring. Cole, Fish, and O'Reilly follow close behind. And I imagine we go straight to the main event. Go straight to the main event. Adam Cole taking on Roger Strong. The bell rings and Strong walks up to Cole, puts his hands up and lays on the ring. Cole looks kind of shocked and a huge grin forms on his face. I, I, I picture it like the grin where it was him versus Aleister Black in the like uh, the hardcore, the, whatever match it was, like the, the sure. DQ match. And Alistair, and they both have kendo sticks, and Alistair Black throws his kendo stick down. Mm-hmm. And he was like, what are you, stupid? It's like that face. Yeah. Uh, like, you stupid idiot, I'm going to beat the crap out of you now. No, it, like, kind of, but, but like happier, you know? like More like, oh, he wants to be back in the group. You stupid idiot, I'm going to beat the crap out of you now. Like that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that big grin forms on Adam Cole's face. Uh, and he's like happy. He's like kind of elated that Strong is just laying down for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get one, two, and then Strong hits Cole with a roll up, but Cole does end up kicking out. Cole gets to his feet and looks a little more disappointed. And you can see Cole like mouth the words. So that's how it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the two have their match. Uh, during the match, Strong hits his finisher and goes to pin Cole. But as he does, Fish and O'Reilly storm the ring and attack Strong, leading to a DQ finish. 
During the beatdown, however, Strong gets an assist from Sheamus with a chair. Sheamus runs in the ring, chases off Undisputed Era, and helps Strong to his feet as the show comes to a close. Wow. Sheamus, Bobamus, Fofamus, Fi. Sheamus, his, his, uh, the other, the other member of SmackDown who was in the final four of the Battle Royal. That's true. Did not expect Sheamus here teaming up with, or maybe possibly teaming up with Roderick Strong here. Roddy S. The S. The S boys. Uh, mm-hmm. Sheamus so strong. Sheamus and strong. Sheamus and strong. <laughs> Helping you with all your uh, lawyer needs. <laughs> Jameson Strong, come to TBS this fall. Very funny. Is your job screwing you out of workers' comp? Did you get into a car accident that wasn't your fault? Call Seamus and Strong. <laughs> Did someone super kick your jaw off? Call Seamus and Strong. Uh, what a what a good team these. Do you guys. have but yeah? That's, that's do you have them. too many lines? Well, we'll get those off your hands. Seamus and Strong, Seamus <laughs> and Strong, that's SmackDown, baby. Are you suffering? <laughs> Are you suffering from a broken back? Do you have lobster hands? Call Seamus and Strong today. <laughs> it's a shame for fame, lobster hands. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful, Seamus and Strong. TBS. Jameis and Strong, what a team. What a team. Very excited about Jameis and Strong. Very excited to see where that goes, at the very least. Uh, Sheamus and Strong there. Uh, I like Braun Strowman and Wyatt just destroying, or Braun Strowman destroying Grand Metal League and Wyatt being sort of in control of that. I kind of like that that motif there a little bit. Sonya Deville, solid storyline moments. You know, Mastiff, similar vein here. Excited. There, there's, there's some seeds a little bit here. Uh, and I'm sort of excited to see where they go. Yeah, yeah, me too. I'm I'm very excited for this uh this team up here. I I I, I have a I have a reasoning in mind, and I think Sheamus is probably going to reveal that probably sometime next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, as to why he's helping Cole, or not as to not, sorry as to why he's helping Strong. Yeah. Um. But I I, I really like this team. I, I that's that's kind of another reason I had them both in the final four. Uh, because I kind of wanted them to have this like mutual respect for one another, you know, like uh, we're both good competitors. And now that Strong is more on the face side, I think it's it's uh, uh Sheamus is a fun option uh, yeah. for his tag team partner because they're both kind of kind of brawler, hard hitting types, you know. Yes, no, I get that. I get that. I like it. I like it. I, I they, their their dynamic works. I think in a weird way, mm-hmm. it works. Yeah, I, I I was very like I said I was very excited about the end here. Well, there we go. Friday Night SmackDown in the books. Monday Night Raw in the books. Mikey, uh, mm-hmm. we don't. I mean, we don't necessarily have to do it, but we don't have uh, results obviously since we didn't do an episode last week. Oh, yeah, since we we were off last week, so we don't have a uh, randomizer results. Uh, are we taking a breather, or should we hit the randomizer nonetheless? Uh, hmm. Never... How do we decide who gets hit though? Uh. Hey, or Jen, or Jen. or do we take a break this week and no, then hit I, I, it twice I, next week? No, I like my idea more. Hey Jesse, okay. <laughs> hey, can I come? Can I get you to come over here real quick? Real quickly. <laughs> the birthday girl, by the way. The birthday girl, yes, the birthday girl. There she is, the birthday girl, coming up the stairs right now. 
She's coming. She's st- yeah, she's standing. Oh, where, what's that? You're leaving? Okay. Hey, real quickly. Uh, just happy Mikey birthday. Comes, Mikey says happy birthday. And all the listeners at home, the thousands of listeners at home I say happy birthday as well. Millions of listeners around the world. No, I said thousands, so I'll, I'll respect the millions. <laughs> uh, uh, so it's our turn, Mikey and I, to do our uh, the randomizer hit. Okay. And we need to decide who's going to get hit with the randomizer. The randomizer is typically a bad thing, but sometimes it could be a good thing. Um, who would you like to uh, hit the ra- be hit with the randomizer? Oh, this is tough because, like, I'm hoping, I'm hoping for positivity. Um, that it'll be a good thing. But how often is it a good thing? I would. I mean, it's it, there's definitely more bad things on the randomizer than good things. I don't know if I can give you a percentage off the top. It's definitely a higher chance for it to be bad. Yeah, definitely a higher oh, chance for it to be bad. Because like, I'm hoping for positivity. In which case, I would totally give it to Mikey. Uh huh. But you're staring at me with daggers, I see. I don't know. This is hard. This is a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, well, you are live on the air. So I'll take my time. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say... The exact opposite would be preferable, Mikey. actually. Mikey? But I'm putting some positive vibes out there for you, Mikey. I appreciate it. it's going to be good. And if it's bad, then it's, my, it's uh, Ryan's fault. What? <laughs> it's always Ryan's fault. What? Well, thank you so much, Jesse. All right, the decision right, has been made. You. Ryan, it looks like you will be hitting me with the randomizer. Yes, I based will Based on hitting. Jesse's decision. Yes, I did not bribe her with cake um, <laughs> or presents. Uh, I, but, but here, nonetheless, nonetheless, she has she has bequeathed me with the opportunity to destroy you with a randomizer. Yes. So please, I am. I'm rolling the randomizer. Fuck me up. <laughs> oh, actually, Mikey, I think this is a fun one. Okay. It's time to roll the dice. Roll the... Excuse me? So... This is a new one. Yes, this is a new one. The match's outcome... If you all remember what happened at Survivor Series and how we determined winners of those matches, uh, basically, we're going to pick... I'm going to pick one match, and we're going to go head-to-head, and that match's outcome is determined by a dice roll-off. Actually, it says okay. here, roll a D, whatever, to see which match gets gamified. The victim, uh, let me see if I can find the full thing here. Uh, roll the dice. Uh, the victim gets their picked winner. The roller gets the other opponent, then play the dice game. So if you remember the dice game from Survivor Series many moons ago, uh, we uh, each wrestler uh, ha- starts off with uh, 10 hit points. Um, uh, mm-hmm. uh, we, we roll a d20 to hit each other on a 20 or the he- wrestler heals for three on a one a d6 is doubled uh, to attack roll a d6 so you're trying to hit your opponent and rolling d6s uh, for damage so uh, each wrestler has 10 HP I already said that so Mikey uh, that's that's that uh, we're gonna ready ready to play yeah, so I, get your... ready. I was getting up I gotta get up my D&D dice yeah I gotta I get my D&D dice as well we're playing the, ending this episode with get... a fun little game Gotta get the old polyhedrals. Gotta get that polyhedral nest. Boom, boom, boom. Gotta get that polyhedge. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna roll a d5, which is not an actual dice, obviously. Uh, and also, I'm gonna get my other dice out. So we need a d6 and a d20. Uh, I have to yes, remember. I have my d20 and I have my d6. I have to remember what these dice look like. Um, every single dice. Well, the D six looks like any old, any old dice. Mm, you say that, but maybe it's changed. Uh, you never know. <laughs> you never know, Mikey. Maybe it's changed. You never know. So I'm gonna roll a D five, and that's gonna determine what match gets uh, selected here. 
um, to figure out what happens, which matches with okay. gamified. Uh, it's rolling as we speak. I'm getting my dice prepped and ready. I'm not going to pull the dice tower because that's a whole thing. But yeah, very excited. Added this after Survivor Series. Been waiting for it, uh, Mikey, uh, to sort of uh, unveil to you. And now is the day it's been picked. So thank you, Jesse, for picking it, essentially. Very cool. Uh, slow load. Okay, so uh, the the what result the result <laughs> is match number three. Match number three: Braun Strowman versus Grand Metalik. Okay, my odds are in in theory not in my favor, but uh, maybe the dice will change the outcome here. The odds are in theory not in your favor, but the dice have no care in the world. No, but also I like the idea that I'm going to represent Grand Metalik here. And I like the idea of Grand Middle League getting the win. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's up to the dice. I guess that's up to the dice. So let's go, Mikey. Let's talk about it again. Each wrestler starts off with 10 hit points. We're going to roll a d20 to hit. Whoever's highest number on that d20 hits their opponent. And a d6 determines what sort of damage. So, Mikey... If, uh, Grand, Metal League win this, if Grand Metal League wins this match, I have no plans. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. Um... Uh, Okay, Mikey, if you go over to uh, the the main randomizer board, I have underneath the gamified from last time, but I have a Strowman Metalik pick here. You can also click on my uh, profile picture. Um, that should probably I take got you, you there. I found it. Okay, so I'll be representing Metalik. You'll be representing Strowman. Are you ready? Yep. Yes, sir. Here we go. Three, two, one. A four. A 19. 19. So Mikey got a 19 to my four. That means Strowman's hits Metalik. Mikey, roll a d6 and find out uh, how badly he hits me. Three damage. Three damage. Metalik down to seven immediately. Makes sense. Makes sense. We're going once more. Can we get something? I got a seven. I got a 12. God dang it. How much is Metalik hurt for again? Six. Six damage? Six damage. Metalik down to... This might be the squash match I planned all along. Metalik down to one in two turns. Can I get a comeback? Can somebody say comeback, fiery comeback, babyface comeback? A 13? That's a four I rolled. 13, usually unlucky. was lucky for me here, and I rolled a four in my D6. All right, Strowman goes down to six. Okay, Metalik, fiery comeback. Can this comeback continue? Mikey, let's find out. Two. 19. Oh, no. Oh, no. I rolled a two. Oh. That takes out Metal Leak. This oh. match turns out it was the squash match I always envisioned. It Except was. Metal Leak maybe got uh, a, a shot in or two. He got, a, he got a slight fiery comeback here, so you got to respect <laughs> that, I guess. God dang it. Braun Strowman like brought him up for a power bomb, and Metalik like leaps over him and like gets some kicks in at his legs. Mm-hmm. He gets some sort and, like, of like takes him down through like his knees. Yeah, yeah. It's like oh man, Metalik might have this. They like goes off the ropes, and Strowman just like annihilates him. Yeah, it's almost like he does. He bounces off the rope. He does a springboard, and then Strowman pops up and does like the Vader like like mm-hmm. like body not body press, but like the like. Like I can't really describe yeah. the move, but it's like when the big guys like hit, run, just use their entire body weight into someone. It's old Vader yeah. move. Uh, yeah, no, it just, just I love it. Okay, well there we go. That's that's the result. Strowman still wins. Strowman still wins. Strowman still wins. But very fun nonetheless. I agree. 
Um, so it, it, it gave it gave the chance to Grand Metal League, which would have been very interesting if you won. Yes, definitely. Well, there we go, folks. That is it for this week's episode of Hit the Books. Uh, Mikey, anything to plug? Uh, yeah, go check out Independent Waters every Wednesday here on the Counter Network. Uh, we just did a big collective special. They can go check out. We had two episodes last week, so go check that out uh, if you're into indie wrestling uh, at all. And that's every Wednesday here on the Countout Network. Me and Zach Batista host that show, and I think you'll like it. Yeah, no, uh, definitely go check it out. Um, uh, if you ha- did not listen to it in the normal time saw last week, uh, had that bonus episode on Friday as well to cover for our skipped week. Yes. So it all worked yes. out. Uh, Independent Waters uh, took over took over last Friday. Hit, hit, they 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 took out hit the books with a steel chair. Yes, and did the did the run in and stole the main event. <laughs> Uh, you can follow our show on at on Twitter at CountOutPod. Uh, you can also uh, um, follow us or subscribe to the show. We have their own Hit the Books feed, but also our our you know collective Count Out Network feed. And you can find any of those feeds, like any of our shows, G One and Only, Independent Waters, uh, How to Talk to Your Friend About Wrestling, um, Your Dose of Death. You can find any of the shows, any of their separate feeds, or anything. If you want to listen to all of them on the Count Out feed. You can find any of them wherever you get podcasts. Uh, but if you also wanted to subscribe, make sure you get and listen to them as they drop to your feed every single week. Um, you can also leave a review for any of the shows, especially ours. Leave a review for Hit the Books. Go to Apple Podcast app. Leave a five-star review. We would greatly appreciate it uh, mm-hmm. so much. So do, go and head there. Um, uh, go listen to G1 and Only. That's the show I do. Um, follow me on Twitter at Ryan Nightsy, even though I barely tweet. It's me falling all off a tweet, ledge. All the tweets me and you do these days are from the count out. Even though I barely tweet. <laughs> it's me falling off a edge. Well, does that make more sense if you're falling off an edge and you hear an echo? Uh... <laughs> it works. I think it works perfectly. I... As if you're falling off the Grand Canyon. Yeah, uh, my the most upset thing about uh, Chelsea Green Mickey James being gone is I can no longer do that bit. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Because <laughs> now it's just the squad. Now it's just the squad. They have to come up with a new name. I, 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 I feel like because of the storyline I was doing with Liv Morgan, the tribe would work, but I feel like it's culturally insensitive to call, do a tribe. Maybe a little bit. So I got to come up with a, some other name. Uh, but yeah, that's that's our sort of out out outside the show uh, tangent conversations, Mikey. So uh, uh, mm-hmm. I'm glad we're here together. Um, but yeah, um, yeah. So everyone, have a good time. Have a good week. I think by time you're hearing this, I think this upcoming Tuesday, I'm going to be getting my second dose of the vaccine, Mikey. All right, way to go. So I'm excited for that. Uh, when do you you already gotten your first dose, right? I got my first dose. Uh, my second dose is the 29th, whenever that is in relation to this episode. I believe that would be the Thursday after this episode. Yes. If I'm not mistaken. Because, yes, because I'm going to see Scott Pilgrim on the Friday, the, the, the Scott Pilgrim re-release on the Friday after. The, the next, hold on, hold on. You're getting the second dose and the next day you're getting the, uh, the Scott Pilgrim? I plan I, I bought the tickets for Scott Pilgrim first. D- didn't, don't they tell you to not go anywhere for two weeks after you get the second dose? Do they? Yes. I, I wasn't told that. <laughs> well, because you, you haven't gotten the second dose yet. True. And also, <laughs> also, you might have symptoms, man. Like Commonly known, people get symptoms after the second dose. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll you can. That out of the you, no, no, keep it in because you can catch Mikey at the Scott Pilgrim show, uh, the, the April thirtieth. Uh, so go check him out at, at whatever that wherever that's taking place at. Uh, what is the Scott Pilgrim show? Is it like uh, a movie or something? Or Scott? Yeah, they're, they're doing a re-release of the Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Mm, okay. okay. Uh, but it's on like it's like it better sound quality and better like video. It's just like basically a re-release in just better quality of the last one. It's going to be in 4D. I don't know. It's going to, I'm just excited though. Cause it's one of my favorite movies and I didn't get to see it in theaters. So I'm just excited to do that. It's going to be in 4D. So when he kills that person, they turn into a bunch of coins. You have a bunch of coins that fall on your face. You have a bunch of coins fall into a cup. And it's like, Hey, well, Hey money. I <laughs> a bunch guess. of arcade tokens fall into the cup and you get to go play at the arcade in the theater. <laughs> and then you go to the arcade and like, these don't work here. <laughs> where, do, where arcade do these work? Uh, and, you have to, and then you have to scour the globe for an arcade. That's like, works. Yeah. That's like the big challenge. You have to, you have to, look around and find the arcade where the tokens work at and that's and that's your new life goal <laughs> that's your new life goal is, is just achieving that forever i'm in i i accept this quest <laughs> i accept this quest bequeath to me that's that's <laughs> that's right folks i've used the word bequeath three times this episode <laughs> Uh, and that and that's it. <laughs> and that's it. Let's end the goddamn show, Mike. That, right that's on. a new short film idea. Just like a dude who like finds an arcade token and it doesn't work at any arcades around, and then they just go around trying to find the arcade it works at. What about a film short idea where? And it's like it's like the opposite of the sword and the stone. Like if you can pull, if you get the sword out of the stone, you win. But if you it, it, you're like the king, but if you get the arcade, you get if you get the arcade token in the right machine you become like arcade king and get like video game powers and just become good at every arcade game. What about a short film idea where the person has a word of the day calendar and whenever word that is, they can only use that verb for every sentence they have the rest of the day is was yours bequeathed today. I was bequeathed that word. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you everybody for listening to this week's episode of hit the books. Check us out on everywhere you see us on Count Out Pod. Subscribe to our podcast. We love you all. We'll see you all in next week. Goodbye. We've got two words for you. Book it. This has been a Count Out Podcast. Hi, guys. This is Lauren. This is Michael. And this is your Dose of Death Podcast. If you're genuinely curious about the world of deathmatch wrestling, look no further as me and Mike have you covered on all things in the world of deathmatch wrestling, whether it's interviews, show reviews, or everything in between. We have you covered on all things deathmatch wrestling, whether it's past, present, or future. And you're probably wondering where you can go support us. You can find Your Dose of Death podcast on all major podcast platforms, especially along with the Count Out Network of Podcasts. And also, you can support us on the Count Out Patreon, as we have exclusive content only on the Patreon for all of our listeners. We hope that you go listen to Your Dose of Death podcast very soon. And see you at the shows.